Hello, everyone. Uh, it's been a while, and we are now at episode eight of Invest in Bulgaria, investing.bg. Today, I'm here with Philip Mutafis, who is an investor in Paysera, and Daniela Angelova, who is the know-how and business development manager at Paysera. Today, we'll be talking about something very exciting. Now, you can actually open a company account completely remotely from sitting at the couch in your living room, maybe in Canada, maybe in the US, maybe in the UK, and you can actually start operating in Bulgaria with a legal EU entity. And uh, first I'll give the words to Philip. Hello, Philip. Uh, could you tell us actually a bit more about Paysera and what you do? Hi, Dimitar. Uh, okay, so Paysera is an electronic money institution and we are providing uh, financial services for uh, companies. We are mostly focused on uh, e-commerce merchants and other uh, more digital companies, but we are also providing uh, services for physical persons and for practically all companies. We are trying to be an equivalent of a bank account, uh, but uh, digital. Actually, uh, we've been digital since uh, day one. Awesome. Uh, in the last three years, we are uh, mobile first and uh, most of our transactions are being, uh, all our functionality is being developed for mobile first and uh, desktop has a diminishing uh, uh, presence. Yeah. We still, it's, we still use it, but uh, most of our most, most of our uh, activity is now uh, mobile. So yes, you can open a uh, bank account for a physical person. You can open a bank account for a company and uh, also you can open a cumulative account to register a company from the beginning because um, in Bulgaria and also in other countries, uh, especially for foreigners, it is a little bit difficult to pass the anti-money laundering process uh, and in, uh, in banks. And it is a kind of a challenge to, to open a bank account. Uh, since Paysera is present uh, in uh, many countries, our anti-money laundering processes have been developed for each and every country where we have uh, customers from. So for us, it's not such a big challenge and we do this entirely uh, digitally. So basically from your mobile phone. There is just one step where you will need to um, go to, the, uh, to a notarius or to the embassy so that uh, your signature specimen can be uh, verified. Let's verified. Uh, but and, I think we're getting uh, a bit ahead of ourselves because we need to bring, bring in the, the expert, Daniela, and also uh, mention why are we having this conversation actually? Because um, me and uh, my business partner actually uh, opened our uh, cumulative account for our company through Paysera, which saved us a lot of time in these, uh, you know, uh, in these times. And uh, we actually saw working solution. So I want to share about this solution. And I just want to highlight something um, of what you said that because Paysera is present in so many countries and working with so many um, foreign customers, we have developed a KYC procedure, anti-money laundering procedure that is in line with the regulation and you're also uh, scrutinizing, but what you're making better in my eyes 
from um, the other bank institutions is that you actually try to help the customer and make that process as easy and without pain as possible. So for me, I noticed it took about two, three hours. So that's not that much of a time during a workday period, right? And uh, what I liked about it, it was completely automated. I did it on my phone and we did successfully open our account for registering the company within, within the same working day, actually. Uh, so uh, without further ado, uh, I wanna give the word to Daniela. Uh, if you can just describe the steps that um, a customer of Paysera need to do to actually get to that stage where they can leverage what Paysera as a bank institution, as a financial institution can offer them as help to get their business going. Yes, thank you, Dimitar. Uh, first of all, yes, the client uh, started the procedure of um, uh, his personal account uh -huh. confirmation. And of course, uh, not only for Bulgarian, for all the countries, uh, citizens is possible. After this procedure, we receive an email for request uh, for a cumulative account opening and uh, we for forward the requested uh, uh, documents which is a standard uh, company protocol, uh, article of, of association. Mm -hmm. And of course, it depends on the uh, type of the company. Yeah, but this is the usual documents, yes. Yeah. And after we uh, check all the documents, we receive, uh, after we send the documents and the question, we receive an email from the client. It depends how, um, fast they reply, but usually it takes two, three days for um, checking all the information. Yeah. After uh, this, yes, after this, we reply to clients. It's all, as you mentioned, uh, remote. Yeah, which is a great help. It's and not necessary, physical, yes, physical meetings. And uh, we receive all the documents. We analyze the, all the data and information. Uh, after this, we inform the clients after the checks for account opening, the cumulative account opening, and sending an instructions for a company capital uh, transaction. Yeah. Um, it is important to, to be uh, performed from a Bulgarian bank because yeah. the trade register in Bulgaria uh, request for uh, this transaction. So to be the, local, yes. And, and this is something interesting before passing back to Philip with, with a question, I just want to clarify. So uh, once the customer opens their personal account, they're um, transmitting essentially a request to the support uh, at Paysera and saying me and my partners, or uh, if it's a single, you know, a single owner entity, um, we would like to open um, yes. a company in Bulgaria, therefore we want to use your services. And from there, the process starts. In my experience, actually in our experience with my business partner, uh, we received a contract from Paysera that was really short, like two, three pages, which was nice so we can actually read it. <laughs> it was not uh, some book that we were given. Um, so we did that. And again, um, I think it was early in the morning the next day. So uh, within, I would say few hours, work hours, we actually had our um, bank account so we can actually register the company. And that being said, um, I just wanted to highlight some, some, some part of the process that, um, yeah, that, that was the contract. There's actual a contract to be signed between the entity that is to be registered and, um, 
Yes, this is the cumulative account agreement. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Which have to be uh, filled in with information for your company and the representative, yeah. of course, and to be signed on the yeah. last page. It's it was pretty standard, standard document. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I just wanted to say that there is a step there in is, between. Yeah. Yes. That, that's all. Um, and Philip, I mean, this is interesting development. So for a financial and bank institution, you, you have valid IBANs, you know, uh, Bulgarian IBANs that are uh, cross-applicable, uh, you know, they can be used from all over the world, the world to do bank wire transfers so a business could function or a person can use their account everywhere. Uh, at the same time, this is a very interesting add-on value service for customers of Paysera. How did you come to this? Like, why, why did you even have this? I mean, I'm, I like that you have it. I'm just wondering how, how you came to this. Uh, our vision is that uh, banking services were developed uh, with uh, uh, personal interaction in mind, and also they were developed uh, to be mostly national, not cross-border, not international. So uh, now with uh, the globalization and the uh, opening of European Union and uh, global markets, it is more and more important that uh, you can do a cross board more easily cross border uh, business, and this includes financial services, mm -hmm. which <clears throat> unfortunately have uh, mostly remained at national banks. No, most banks have a national structure, True. and this is not very helpful if you want to run international business. Indeed. And uh, second, uh, second is that uh, uh, most financial institutions, uh, all their processes are traditionally based on uh, physical interaction and bringing them documents and uh, signing uh, paperwork and so on. And it is a little bit of a challenge because they are quite big institutions to switch to the digital. Uh, of course, many of them have done significant uh, steps in this direction. And it is obvious to everybody that uh, sooner or later, you know, we are all going there, mm. but um, uh, we've been more agile from the beginning and uh, now that uh, we don't have branches and we don't have so many people involved waiting in a, in a, in a branch for somebody to come in and uh, be served uh, and having a global service gives us an advantage uh, and, and an edge in mm -hmm. uh, doing business. In of course, uh, we also have a lot of issues because uh, um, this is uh, a business that has a very high degree of regulation, a lot of rules. Uh, it is uh, not very easy to innovate in uh, in uh, in this um, environment. In this yeah. uh, environment, <clears throat> just as a, a curious fact, maybe uh, the CEO of the company in Lithuania, uh, eleven or twelve years ago, he got fined from the central bank for. Um, uh, doing uh, Skype interviews with customers uh, and uh, opening, uh, you know, accounts. Uh, Something that today is accepted in, like, in yes, now, now, now today it's like uh, everybody is doing it. But you know, in the early ages of uh, these uh, business models, it was kind of it was quite a challenge and uh, yeah. not very easily accepted. You know, it's normal for financial institutions to be more conservative. It's not very good to have a very, very, very innovative uh, central yeah. bank, let's say. I feel, uh, though, I feel though bank institutions, traditional bank institutions kind of choose where to be conservative and where not. 
because we are seeing the mortgages, the, the real estate market, it's way far from conservative. And at the same so some, time of it, see... some of it is, uh, some of it is, some of it is conservatism, but most of it is uh, legacy. You know, true. they do Very they true. do things uh, as they do them because that's how they have been doing them for ages, and yeah. uh, it's a big challenge to to, to change them. So uh, it's just more easy to keep doing them as they are. So uh, um, you know, it's not. Uh, you know that it's not only that they are conservative it's that you know generally big companies uh, are a little bit difficult have difficulties in being agile and uh, mm -hmm. uh, changing to adapting to the environment um, I, I want to add that um, it, it is really a, a brave new world uh, when, when it comes to financial solutions from new players because um, you know this kind of interaction that's remote, um, especially now when we have travel restrictions due to COVID and whatnot, actually are even more valuable. And I can, and I can criticize the traditional banks because I had to renew, actually to, to get reissued the PIN of my um, visa card. And on the phone, I got information that I can do that online. When I filed the application online, the actual PIN was printed on a piece of paper and I needed to go get it from the actual branch. So at the branch, on the phone and in the online banking, I got three different types of information. And at the end, I had to actually go physically to get the PIN code. So even something as simple as this is still made in person. So what Paysera has is like way beyond that, like way better from, from my experience. Uh, look, it's not enough that you take uh, uh you know, a form that the customer has to fill in uh, in the branch and mm. put it online. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, you have to redesign and rethink all the process. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, uh, Pesera has, you know, Pesera never had branches, never had uh, paper. It was uh, so you started with the new mindset. That, that's what it, you're saying, you don't have the legacy. We don't have the, we don't have a, we don't have an, off, an, an offline process. I mean, if you want to come to our office to sign a contract and, uh, you know, to have some paperwork done, like, you know, uh, make a transaction or, you know, uh, we don't have that, you know, mm -hmm. there is nothing you can do if you come to our office. You still have to take Use your, your phone, phone and, <laughs> yeah, and do whatever you have to do. Uh, if you feel better coming to our office, you know, you're welcome, but uh, you still have to do everything you have to do from your mobile from or from your desktop. Mm. And, and all our processes are um, structured around, around this culture. Uh, it's not that we have a offline process and now we are somehow trying to bring it online and make it digital. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we've been digital from day one and this makes a big difference between a, leg a company with a huge legacy that tries to digitalize and a company that has been uh, digital and has a digital DNA from the beginning. Yeah, since day one. Um, so this digital, let's call it mindset or, or, or way of doing business, right? Um, when, when we translate it back to the business use cases and what we're talking about, and maybe this is a question from for Daniela. So I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe challenging a bit, uh, beware. Um, so now that we have our uh, cumulative account and we need to switch to actually the company account, because I've just had an, 
you know, I, I just uh, didn't have the time to do it. Uh, we were so busy with actually developing the business and talking to customers. You are, you are not done yet. You are not done yet. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I want to I ask actually Daniela about this step because I haven't done it uh, yet. Uh, and I know it's, I have the link for the online process, but I'm not, I'm not sure what to expect there. Could you please describe that uh, to our viewers and listeners? Yes, this is the final stage. Yeah. You, you are not finished <laughs> <laughs> with your uh, company account. Now in Paysera, the process is a bit different than a standard financial institution. Mm -hmm. We we don't uh, use the account cumulative account for uh, transform her in a company account. We close mm -hmm. the account after uh, after the client open the company account. The opening okay. is uh, really um, um, easy for uh, Bulgarian customers. Uh, it is only with uh, uh, company code uh, filled in in the in the account. This is the code from the, from the register, right? Is, the yes, register, it yeah. is linked with the trade registered for the foreign customers. Uh, it's necessary to upload the documents manually. But this uh, maybe for two three hours uh, company opening in this way. Yeah. It's not so very. I just want to clarify something. So um, what Danielle is talking about is actually that once we register the company, which we already did, um, is uh, we receive this registry code, which is associated with our entity. So this code is actually the identifier under which our entity yes. gets recognized within institutions, including financial and so on. Mm -hmm. So uh, the process is actually open the link, enter that code. And Daniel, you mentioned that you actually have integration with the register. So once yes. I, as a customer, as a, as a business customer, enter that code, you take care of the rest of the procedure for us. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Um, Most of it, yes, you know, it's but... still a bit of uh, you still have to do some uh, uh, KIC questionnaires yeah, because uh, not all the information is available in trade register, but you know whatever is available there, we, we pick it from there. And, and the KYC uh, questionnaire you're, you're speaking of is actually, again, coming from EU regulations against anti-money laundering, and that, so that's fine. That's actually yes. there helping us be compliant, get our account and go you know, uh, with our business day. So, it uh, is regarding actually, the monthly turnover, the date of the opening the company, yeah. usual usual questions. Typical questions, yeah, yes. I get it. Okay, uh, fair enough. So now we can come actually to the uh, interesting detail that Philip mentioned at the very beginning, that uh, to actually open a company in Bulgaria, there is a single step that needs to be done in person. So just to make sure that we have the process laid out. So the process starts as the follows. So there is the... Uh, first, um, the um, contract that the partners needs to sign for the establishing of the, of the, the company. There is, of course, a protocol from that meeting. These two documents can be sent to Paysera in parallel of the other um, procedures that needs to be done to register the company. And these procedures actually are filing the documents online to the Bulgarian trade, trade register. Now, the one thing that's um, missing from all this digital process, and it's not up to Paysera to solve, it's not up to uh, you know, the, the trade register to solve, unfortunately, it is up to our own Bulgarian legislation. That's that uh, there is a need of a document that certifies what is the signature of the uh, executive manager of that entity. 
And this can yes. be done in any embassy or so on. If I understand correctly, Philip, maybe you can uh, shine more light on this topic. This is usually done uh, at a notary office uh, here in Bulgaria or can be done uh, at the equivalent of a notary office, uh, which is Bulgaria's embassy in uh, any other country for the purpose of Bulgarian uh, citizens. But uh, if the executive manager of the company is a foreigner, he can also make a specimen of his signature uh, at uh, a notary in his own country. And yeah. then- uh, So we uh, save the trip to Bulgaria. That's, that's the, 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 you know, the silver lining, that there is a way to save that one trip to Bulgaria. Everything can this, be done remotely. This document then has to be translated and has to come to, yeah. uh, to us. Actually, it doesn't have to be translated if it's in English, so we, we would accept an English document. But uh, still, we don't know that the trade register what exactly they would accept or not. So, you know, uh, sometimes uh, with the uh, trade register, they, especially in the beginning, um, they would uh, not accept some of our customers to, to, to open their company. And then um, in a week, uh, same people would go with the same documentation, but uh, another person would take a positive decision. So uh, There's now- There's a bit of subjectivism, yeah. Uh, it, is also, uh, it is also, you know, their mindset also has to change. Their procedures also have to be challenged from a mm -hmm. digital perspective. So, you know, uh, if you, if you don't, you, you need to have a mindset that, uh, you know, when you try to do things digital, digitally, there is a chance that uh, it might not work, but you don't have to give up. You have to yeah. uh, be consistent. And, uh, in, and it takes in our... a little time to actually try, right? That, that's what I like. Because when we started, yes. I had to convince my business partner that this is a good way to do it. And uh, one topic that I really want to include before we conclude our conversation is to just highlight that Paysera actually has a bank license within the EU. No, 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 no. not yet. No. Paysera has a license for electronic money institution in uh, Lithuania, and uh, it does not have a bank license. So uh, all, all Paysera customers are operating under the license of Paysera Lithuania. So the regulator is the Lithuania Central Bank. But this means that they can perform all financial operations, uh, you know, bank wire transfers uh, with yes. this, for example, using the SEPA system for quick uh, transfers in, in EU and so Now on. that you mention it, uh, for example, in Bulgaria, it is not possible for uh, electronic money institutions to participate in SEPA or in Target 2. Uh, so they have to participate through a bank sponsor. So basically an electronic money institution cannot participate directly in SEPA to make direct transactions. So you have uh, partners, yeah. But um, uh, this is not the case with uh, Lithuania and also as far as I understand the other countries in Europe like Hungary, where uh, electronic money institutions have been given direct access to the payment infrastructure. So uh, we take advantage of that and Pesera is direct uh, participant in SEPA, in SEPA instant, in Target 2. 
So uh, we have a very good pricing for SEPA transactions and uh, also transactions happen much faster because we are directly connected to SEPA. And this is, this is, uh, this is actually part of what I wanted to highlight that uh, there is no monthly fee as far as I know, there is just cost no. per transaction. There is a fee only, only on transactions, is that correct? Yes, the, there are no monthly costs associated with having an account and maintaining this account because basically there is nothing to maintain there, uh, not much. Yeah. I mean, we have some servers to maintain, but they are not that expensive to maintain. So uh, all our costs are transactional costs related yeah. to actually transferring money or doing currency exchange. Uh, of course, if you, can, if, you, you, if you order and you have a Visa card, then that's there is a, a small, story, yeah. There is a small monthly fee, but uh, it's below one euro. And it's, it's typical for, for, for Visa card to have some kind of fee. Um, yes. So, so back to Daniela, just for, for, for closure. Um, and and in, the, in the meantime, I just want to say, Philip, that my last question to you will be, where do you see us in one year time? And maybe where do you see Paysera, uh, you know, in one year time, what more? Could there be for business customers for in particular and, and, and you know, uh, foreign investors, people who want to actually develop in Bulgaria? So, Daniela, I, I understand that this kind of um, added value service from Paysera for business customers specifically uh, has, been, has existed actually for some time now. So, you've met actually with a lot of, uh, you know, investors, uh, entrepreneurs that did open account in Bulgaria. So, what is your experience? What is your experience with, with working with them and uh, what can you share from, from that journey so far? Yes, uh, maybe we have uh, this uh, option for cumulative accounting company account opening uh, for two years. Wow. And yes, maybe uh, more than a half, um, half of the companies are active and uh, okay. usually make transfers and uh, uh, activate the, the businesses in Bulgaria, not only. And yes, so the feedback is uh, really positive. <laughs> including, that's awesome. And including that the companies who are, you know, active and operate, they use they, their accounts to pay for services. They use to pay salaries, payroll and stuff like that. Yes, they use the account for payroll, for budget payments, of course. Awesome. We have integration. Yeah, and uh, more than uh, five for uh, different currencies because the multi-currency uh, account in Paysera uh, have this option. The companies can use more than uh, 20 different currencies. Dimitar, it's important, to, it's important to mention that uh, actually <laughs> you can have all your financial life of a company uh, being done through Paysera account. I mean, you can pay for your suppliers you can have an IBAN to put on your invoices where your customers will pay you. Mm -hmm. You can uh, make uh, budget payments to pay for your VAT taxes and so on. Uh, so basic, something happened. No, we, we can still see you. It was just uh, So uh, basically we have a lot of companies, maybe more than uh, 200 companies awesome. that uh, have been operating uh, only with a Paysera account. So they, they never had a bank account. They don't have a bank account and they operate uh, only with a Paysera account. And, this is and, our uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is very, uh, 
because before we had uh, some options that are now available in Paysera, uh, basically most of our customers were using Paysera to make cheap international money transfers. And uh, they also still had a bank account to handle payroll or to pay their taxes and so on. But now uh, since more than two years, Basically, we can support uh, a company to do uh, all their operations in, in Paysera, including mass payments, virtual posts for the uh, e-shops they might have, physical POSs for the physical locations to accept card payments, uh, and uh, pretty much everything uh, a bank can provide, except loans. And so you uh, said that uh, you, know, you are interested to see where we are going and where yeah. we in one year. So what we are trying now to do is to build an ecosystem of uh, comp since Paysera is not allowed to uh, to give loans to we cannot have credits uh, and we cannot accept deposits as well. Uh, so what we are trying to do is we are trying to have an ecosystem of uh, companies around us uh, and these companies will provide loans to our customers when they need uh, money to uh, finance their uh, business uh, and uh, also uh, we want to give uh, easy access to uh, physical persons and to companies to make investments and have a reasonable uh, profitability uh, and return on their uh, existing money so if, if they have if they have some money rather than uh, put it in a bank where the interest rates are uh, zero or below zero. We want yeah. to give them investment options where they can uh, make some, uh, some return on their money to have some uh, interest. And, and so just, we, have, uh, we have already started a very interesting cooperation with a crowdfunding company, uh, Heavy Finance. Nice. Um, we have some other very interesting projects on the way. We can't announce them yet, but uh, we hope to make the announcements uh, very soon. And it's uh, really very exciting. We are very excited to start this uh, cooperation. It's uh, really uh, groundbreaking. But everything we do, it's, uh, uh, it's new. <laughs> new and interesting. So, you know. Um, we don't know what will be the impact. Maybe it's gonna be wow, or maybe you know, uh, it's gonna be like big nothing, but uh, we are hoping for the first. Um, I just wanna want say two things before uh, giving for final words to Daniela. So if I'm correct, this means that I can actually open my company using a Paysera account, bank account, IBAN, I mean, uh, and then I can even order from Paysera somehow, I can have a virtual post. So even yes. without coming to Bulgaria, I can open my company and accept payments in my account and so on. So I can even have a physical or online shop and, and so on and so on. So that's that and not like that's awesome. I mean, I didn't even know about that option. Um, and the other thing I just want to say on the to clarify on loans, because sometimes you know businesses do need uh, some kind of a capital buffer or uh, you know something to do um, to take um, you know more steps in advance, let's say, of their business. Um, Still, an accounting Paysera can be used as a guarantee, right? Because it's an actual money holding account. You're a financial institution. So there is a statement there saying that a company has this, this amount of um, income revenue, whatever, right? 
So these kind of statements and guarantees can be provided that this account is holded by entity X, it has that amount of money and so on. So this is still possible and through your It is possible and we are providing them. You know, not all institutions tend to accept them yet. Strange. Huh. Okay. Uh, no, it's not strange. It's just a legacy. legacy. And, and also maybe but, they see you uh, as a competitor. So. No, let me give you an example. We have been trying for a year to have one of our customers uh, in Romania to receive his pension in a Paysera account. Wow. And it, initially, initially it was possible for six months, then they changed their mind and now it's not possible. <laughs> and we are fighting this. Uh, very difficult to actually fight because there is, you know, it's a very obscure entity that you have to fight. There is basically... Indeed. Uh, nobody to address, you know, it's like a big institution that everybody says, well, this is our procedure, this is how it works, this is how it is, uh, and uh, you don't know who has to, Talk to yeah. change it and uh, um, actually try to shake things up. Nobody wants that, uh, <laughs> usually, especially in uh, government institutions. So uh, we have this kind of challenges all the day and, uh, uh, you know, bringing all these services to life uh, has been a huge work, you know, and things that now look simple uh, uh, in order for them to happen, um, uh, a lot of people had to change their mindset, which is the most difficult part. Yeah. I can tell you, I can actually confirm this because we were looking at something, a way to remotely open a company in Bulgaria uh, back in 2019. So it has been, you know, for us, you know, that, that's a lot of time, but here we are today and we learned that uh, Hey, actually, even in, uh, you know, this was available two years ago, we just didn't know about. So I hope that this gives more, um, more broadcast to this service and uh, final words to Daniela, because it's important. So Daniela, we, we are here with Philip and he's talking about some exciting projects. I think you have a good opportunity uh, to actually state what from these exciting opportunities and projects that are upcoming, what do you want to see in the next year for Paysera? what more maybe you, you want to be able to do for business customers, because I know you're the person, the to-go person to actually take care of their challenges and um, you know, business needs. Yes. Well, in the next few years, maybe uh, Paysera clients will have the option to cash in and cash out uh, in Bulgarian uh, companies, exactly the same locations. way it is, yes, in locations. And uh, we are looking for um, something uh, different regarding the cards, not only Visa, but we'll see what is the option for multi-currency cards, of course. Awesome. And virtual cards are coming also. Virtual, yes, of course. And we, virtual. we started one year ago a service to, you can buy physical gold or you can invest in gold and Paysera will keep it for you. Um, or delivery. <laughs> yes, actually having okay. delivered if you want. So a lot of stuff is going on around check check regularly the site of Paysera and uh, um, we have a Facebook page where we you know announce most of the news. So and you can always call our support to ask. Uh, it seems that many fintech companies don't have a phone number to call. Yeah, by the way, that's actually weird. yeah we do have yeah, a do. phone number. So if you have any if somebody has a question. They can call and uh, talk to an agent and uh, hopefully their questions will be answered. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much both. Uh, I'm really excited and actually grateful that we have this option now and 
we've, we've had for two years, we just didn't know it. Um, so I hope more people and companies um, make use of it and open a business in Bulgaria or at least make their lives easier because we definitely did and uh, I like it. So I, I want to keep moving forward and one day, hopefully some, somehow, we replace the specimen, the last manual step where a person has to go to an embassy or to a notary service at their country, of course, uh, if there's a way to, to do that too, uh, why not? So uh, see you in a year, um, probably back here online or in person, let's hope. And uh, we'll be talking about what happened then and what more is there for business customers from Paysera. Thank you, Dimitar, for having us. And we hope uh, this video will be of uh, helpful for your audience. For sure. Thank you, Daniela, too.